Hey, Human Hope Familia, let's talk for a second. On every episode, you hear me share about various sponsors who partner with us to support this show. And honestly, I strive to collaborate with awesome products and services that you are going to love. I don't want to waste your time listening to ads that aren't useful, helpful, or impactful. So we're asking for your help. We have created, we being the That Sounds Fun Network, a five-minute survey for you to fill out that will give us great information to make sure our ads are serving you well. And this is a lot of fun. One lucky listener is going to win a $250 gift card from That Sounds Fun Network when they complete the survey. Simply visit thatsoundsfunnetwork.com right now to enter. A winner will be announced on Friday, February 11th over at That Sounds Fun Network's Instagram. So follow at TSF Network. See you guys over there. What is going on, Human Hope Familia? Welcome to episode 40, 45. Episode 45. We are three weeks away from our one year birthday. Round of applause to you. Woo! Oh, who's that? <laughs> if you're going to woo, babe, I need you to woo into the mic. Woo! There it is. Uh, so for episode 45, I've got a coyote on <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, no, I've got my wife, Heather Whitaker. Heather, say hey to the Human Hope family. Aloha. Aloha, we say because we are... Still tan. We're still tan. Bronzy. We are... I mean, how many hours are we... I guess we're 36 hours. Yeah, we're 36 hours back from... And missing... Oahu. Yeah, we're missing Oahu. We loved we loved Oahu. Yes. It was our Amen. we've been to Hawaii many times on vacation. And listen, we don't say that like, oh my God, we've been to Hawaii many times. But being from California, why don't you tell the listeners of just Californians in Hawaii, difference yeah, in relationship. It's, just, it's a lot easier to pop over um in California from California to Hawaii. So we kind of did that our first Well, thankfully, your parents had a place every year. And so we had free lodging and the plane tickets were fairly reasonable. So our first, we've probably been there 10 times. Yeah, I I said 20. No, we have not been there 20 times. We haven't been there 20 times? No. Okay, so. We've been married and there was a big chunk where we didn't go. uh, So so. we've We've been married 20. How many? 21 years. Okay. Well, you don't know how many times we've been in Hawaii. (laughs) I I don't know how many times we've been in Hawaii and you don't know how long we've been married. Okay, that's fair. That that is good, uh, but it, no, it was awesome. It was the first time that we actually did Hawaii in the winter. Yeah, which I was loved different. it. And it was very different. It was it was very different, and we only took the the kids. No boyfriends were allowed. No friends were allowed. It was just the kids. It was just us. But we've only ever done Hawaii in the summer, and so in the winter, it just it was it was new. It felt it felt like a new island. Yeah, yeah. more to explore. It was amazing. It was fun. And it was fun. Yeah. yeah, and everyone wanted. To, everyone wants to know. I mean, they're asking like. Oh my God, like how did you guys def- afford to go? Family five, you know, listen, yeah. we went on points and yep. stayed at my parents' timeshare. Yeah. So the majority of it was paid for. Like this wasn't like some we bought coupon. Every, we bought every meal. No, that's the wrong way to say it. We made every meal. Yep. In the kitchen. Literally in bought one meal on the very last day. Six full days there. We yep. only bought one meal as a family out. Heather cooked the yeah. rest. So, I mean, you know, obviously we spent money and we... We're gifted and Carlos has a job that creates miles. And so, you know, I think we do have some luxuries that not everyone has. But on the other hand, save up those points, you know, pay your electrical and all your bills that you're normally going to pay every month on a credit card. 
pay it off. Hold and on. You get hey, miles. Wait, I don't want to get like the Dave Ramsey people emailing us. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so th- there's yeah, different ways to two, do it. Two ways to do it. Yeah. We, we, we just do it that way. You know, we, we try to spend a lot on our points cards mm-hmm. uh, that gives us points. Yeah. And so that's how we're able to travel. Um, Heather, we are doing a Q and a today. Hey, like, like straight up kind of like free for all Q and a, every time you've been on the human hope podcast has been very specific. We've had one about faith. We've had one about parenting. And so I asked on my Instagram, um, Hey, what would you guys like us to talk about? And I mean, listen, this is being recorded at 8 p.m. the night before episode 45 comes out. I actually had different plans for this episode. I'll be completely transparent with you guys and made the executive decision that this was going to be better for the Human Hope family. And so uh, we are, we're going to be going through these questions. I agree. This you, is better than what you were going to do. Good. Well, you'll never know what I was going to do, um, but this, this is definitely it's, better. It's better. Okay. So, so we've got, I mean, we've got a couple hundred questions here. We're obviously not going to answer all of them. Um, but Heather, do you have a good first question? Oh no, I'm looking at Instagram. Oh, shoot. You don't have a good question. Okay. Oh wait, I mean, I do. I saved them. Okay. What, what's, um, okay, here we go. Ready? Okay. I'm just going to click it. Um, this one's a nice one. Let's start okay. off nice. We're okay? going to start off nice because you guys came at us with like, yeah, there's some like, like deep there, stuff. There are ones that, sorry guys, I'm not going to answer. <laughs> um, what led you and Heather to settle down in Tennessee? Well, that's a great question. Yeah. That, that'll kind of give us some history. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we live in Nashville, Tennessee for those of you that are, that are listening. Okay. Um, Along please with do not move here. Everyone else that's okay. moving here. Uh, wait, I, Nashville's full. Nashville's full. You can apply. We got next here year. before the crowd started. Yeah, we did get here. How long ago? This 2010. Yeah. So oh, almost 12, 12 years. Oh gosh. Almost 12. Because it was spring. Yeah. Of 10. It was like March. It was almost. Oh, it's our anniversary. Really? Almost our 12 year. year. It's crazy because we've been saying 10 years for a long time. We're I know. Definitely getting older. This is what happened. So um, I 12 years ago, and you may not know this. Signed a record deal. <laughs> I was I was a re- recording artist. It's so weird for me to even say that. That I used to pay my bills standing in front of microphones and playing my guitar uh, with my band that I stole from Charlotte, North Carolina. And so, so we moved here um, in 2010 because I I had signed the record deal in 2008, I think. And then started to tour a little bit while we lived yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah, and we were in Atlanta and we knew that things were changing there. We didn't want to stay there. We almost went to Chicago with a church <gasps> yeah. um, that we love, Soul City Church. Jared and Jeannie, um, Soul City Church. What's yes, up? but we went to Chicago and it's a city, y'all. And I I couldn't do it. I needed some- It was. I was 100% ready. He was. And I needed some space. Um, Jeannie and Jared laugh at us now because they say that um, I said no to- helping plant their church because I needed chickens and goats. And while I'm waiting for the goats, I do have the chickens. chickens. Um, So anyways, yeah, we, I just felt like it was actually even before we really heard God's voice um, in our faith. We hadn't been really taught that yet. And I remember, I believe it was actually Jarrett. And he said, well, you need to like pray and ask God for like, because for me, it was about my kids, right? They were young. I didn't want to jack them. Um, and he said, you need to pray for people, for your kids and mm. ask God where those people are. And I did. And I remember God just saying, like, you choose. It was either between Chicago and Nashville. And I just remember going, God, I remember sensing God say, you choose. Um, that both situations were great. Yep. That they would, they both were, um, 
I guess you, I don't know, like in his will, if you will, sure. you know, like they both That's had a whole other podcast. Yeah, okay. It is that they both had opportunities. Um, and I felt like he was like, you choose. And we yeah. did, we chose Nashville. We knew a few people here mm-hmm. and yeah, the rest is history. The I mean, rest it, is history. We moved here. I started touring mm-hmm. um, and Nashville became, we, we just made a lot of friends. We made a really good community actually. Yeah. I a- literally today was dropping off our um, girls at a, they're going to a Broadway play tonight um, in Nashville. And Sam was like, oh yeah, I went to a Broadway play with um, O'Hara, who's, Kit, who's one of the first girls that the girls met when they moved here. Um, and she was like, that's when Sohaley, you were in the hospital and Eve, who's her mom, invited me. And I just in that moment thought like, oh, that's just community, my people. And I didn't yeah. even know that. I was like, you went to a play yeah. when we were in the hospital? And she's like, yeah. I was like, I have no idea about that. But just that thought of like, oh, that's we have our people. That's our people. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. So this actually is a great transition okay. to uh, to another question. Somebody was actually saying that they're having a hard time finding their people. Mm. They're having a hard time uh, it, finding finding a church, finding their people, um, and they want some encouragement on that. Because, I mean, again, people follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They're just getting the highlight reel. Okay? Sure. They, they don't say the... They don't say it because, uh-huh. because there was a season where we lost all, all of, of our people. Our people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let, let's let's set this up again. We had a great, a great church. We had great community. Um, we had... Great friendships. Well, we've had to start over many times yeah. in our marriage, right? Like because of moves or yeah. because of situations where things kind of explode and um, whether, whatever, you know, life happens. And we have had to be faced with a blank canvas. Blank. I mean, uh-huh. literally blank. Yeah. It was really blank. We actually had a blank canvas here in Nashville. It felt like we moved and literally all of our best friends left within six months of each other. There was, all there was of probably six six couples that we used to do life with and they all left within six months. And so <laughs> they didn't leave we, because of us. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> we knew that um, you know, we could have a house full of people, but like they weren't our people. Yeah. You know, like we knew we could call call somebody up and somebody would come over, but like just those that know you. And so I think it's such a hard question because there's so many dynamics that are, you know, filtered through that question. But honestly, be the friend that you want people to be. So um, show up to, I mean, I I don't know this person or their circumstances. I don't know if they're old, young, married, kids, whatever, but um, be the person that you want to be. If you're in college, start inviting girls out to, Mm -hmm. if you're a college girl, start asking them out to coffee or, Having a Galentine's or, yeah. you know, if, if you are, uh, Wait, why Galentine's? Why not Valentine's? Cause it's when girls all know, get to I'm get, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I really thought you didn't know. <laughs> you're a punk. Sorry. Um, you know, like I think for me, I, I, I have spent years and years and years inviting, getting to know. Sometimes I think I remember meeting this one girl thinking, Oh, she, I feel like we have chemistry. And I invited her over and I'm like, nope, never inviting her over again. And there are couples like that, right? Like you get to know people and you're like, oh, let's go get dinner. And then you have dinner with them. You're like, that was fun. We'll never do that again, you know? And so there are some hits and misses, but you just have to put yourself out there and you have to keep trying. 
I think um, you 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 have to get over. Um, you have to do some deep questions and go. Is there some belief in me that I'm not? I'm I'm going to be alone, or mm-hmm. that I'm I am lonely, or nobody likes me? Something like that. Like if you're operating underneath something that is kind of speaking that to you, you're going to draw that. So yep. you have to kind of acknowledge that. What are you fighting, or is it just a bad season? Like we just had a lonely season yeah. when we weren't we weren't lonely. We just were like we didn't know anybody, mm-hmm. and it took time, and it took trying a couple different churches and it, it took, um, yeah, just, and then, and then once we found the church, we kind of observed for a minute, but yep. then the way we actually got to know people, we didn't go up to people. We did not go up to, you know, our pastors are some of our best friends now. Yeah, We didn't go up to them. Like we waited for them to come up to us and we weren't anybody then. Like, so it wasn't yeah. like, it was like, Oh, go meet Heather and Carlos. So like we weren't anybody. And so we waited, we began to serve. We began to be in a small group, you yeah. know, and, and that's how we got to actually know people. And so, well, and, and I love what you're saying about if you're operating from that lie yeah. that, that I'm always going to be lonely because yeah, lonely. the, the truth is me. a lot of times you may not I'm know not it, but you could be speaking that over mm-hmm. your life. You, mm-hmm. you could be every day just saying it to yourself. Like, I just, I don't have any friends. I'm not going to have any friends. Like, I promise you that's what's I've going tried. to, I've tried. Yeah, it's, it it's just, work. you know, and, and, I, I honestly believe there's not one person listening to this podcast right now that isn't actually meant um, and doesn't have uh, the potential to have a completely fulfilling, fruitful, dynam- dynamic community. Dynamic. Dynamic. <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> Sound like a cuss word, you know? And so, and so, yeah, so just don't don't speak that over yourself. And, and again, know that the season thing is a, such a yeah. good word because, you know, yeah. you, even with, with our teenage daughters, like we've watched them go through seasons, seasons yeah. you know, and we've had to walk, walk them through friendship seasons. Like, oh my gosh, I don't have any friends. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, y- you do have friends. There's not a lot of them at this phase in your life, but then sure enough, it comes around. Mm-hmm. They just had to put the work into it yeah. too. And I think, you know, I, I, I- when we were in the hospital, we had gotten, um, believe it or not, it's not all pretty and shiny on the internet. And, um, we got kind of some hate from people because we had such a community show up for us. And, and people were really like, well, it must be nice that you have meals brought to your room. We've been in the hospital for this long and nobody brought us anything. And just all this, like, just really judgment. And I just remember, um, my pastor actually looking at me and going, Heather, no, like, do not accept that. Do not believe that. Like, this is your fruit. This is your fruit because every person who's bringing you a meal is bringing a meal because you first sowed into them. Yeah. So you sow into something and relationships, sow into friendships, sow, sow into people. Yeah. Don't do it with the intention of, oh, I need best friends. Sow into people because they're human and they need to be loved. And then in return, you're going to have people who do the same. So mm, that's good. Done. Wow. Check it off. That was a next good question. Next Bing. next question. Do you have one? That, oh, those are mine. Do you um, have any? Okay. I, I kind of um took a few. Hold on. I have, I Heather's looking at um Oh, this one's kind of fun. Okay. Um tell us more about the convo you had with your teens and their boyfriends about sex. Oh. Okay. So just so you know, um, if you're catching up here, if you don't follow on Instagram, we talked to both of our daughters are dating. Um, two guys, an 18 year old and a 19 year old. And we had conversations about sex with both couples. Yeah. 
separately, not yeah. together. <laughs> um, it's it's their both of all four of them. Well, no, it had a girlfriend for a month, but that doesn't necessarily count. Um, this is the all four of them's first major relationship. Yeah, like like so mm-hmm. yeah so so our homeschool kids were wearing Keds and <laughs> denim jumpers, and we didn't Those let are them date. Actually, cool. No, they are it, now. That, yeah, that was a people bad used to make fun of joke homeschool for, kids for, yeah. but now they're all. Everyone's dressing like a homeschool kid. So, so our our girls not because we didn't let them, but they just never had. Yeah, they they never. And we actually would. This is a little bit into dating, but we would always tell our girls like, hey, if you're going to date somebody, date somebody that you really like, and you could see, oh, this could go farther instead of just dating for you know, like yeah, we're fun, not going right? to just go out to date to date. Yeah, yeah. And so, so when they started dating, we saw that they were serious. I mean, the first one was was Brady and Sohela, and they were best friends for yep. a couple of years before yep. they and turned the corner. Yeah, and so best friends then turned the corner. And speaking of turning the corner, our first talk about this was on a walk around the corner uh, in our block. We walked with Sohela and Brady mm-hmm. around the block and kind of like just put it out there, like, "Hey, I think you actually may have even said it. I think you actually <laughs> uh-huh. said so. Hey, um, how can we help you guys not have sex? Uh-huh. Is that what you said?" Um, I, I'm sure I asked that. I think for us in in our faith, obviously there's lots of people who have different faiths and beliefs of sex yep. on this podcast. But for us, we believe that having sex is meant to be under the banner and covenant of marriage. So with that said, we are hoping that our children wait. Yeah. Um, we just know that there is blessings and gifts um, and less baggage uh, when sure. when that happens. So with that said, obviously that is our goal and our hope for our kids. But also if they have sex, it is not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, it's not what we would like um, and what we're we're trying to help them with, but um, we just really want them to work on their relationship, their friendship, their, you know, all the a million other things like sex, physical attractions, easy, right? Yeah. Like that's, that comes um, easy. It's, it's all the other things that we want them to focus on. And so I remember saying like, um, yes, what, what can we do to help you guys um, create boundaries and create spaces mm-hmm. to where you guys aren't, struggling with that. And yet, if you do, please come to us because I would much rather um, deal with um, a sexual relationship than a grandchild that you're not ready for. So, um, I mean, I'm ready for a grandchild at any point, but you know what I mean? Um, Just just allowing them to um, not feel shame uh, and also not... Yeah, you know, at the same time, trying to say, yeah, but but if they have sex, I mean, literally, the conversation was, like, if you listen, we don't, we think it's better say, well, not better, we think it's the plan to save mm-hmm. it for marriage. If you end up having sex, please use protection. Yeah, I mean, straight up, like yeah. that was, you know, and they're, you know, their cute little homeschool eyeballs were like mortified that Poor we Brady. Would, I remember <laughs> his his eyeballs were like, oh my gosh, even say that. But at the same time, like it's, we're not going to shame them. We're not no. going to scare them. Right. We're not, that's not the way to talk to kids about it. And also I, I do want to say this. If, if you're, you know, if you're talking to your kids about, about this and that has not been your story, right? It Like, and you feel like, well, I can't say that to my kids because I didn't, I, yeah. I, I didn't like, like, again, know that like, shame shouldn't be brought into your story either, you know? And so just, just, just know that you can, um, you can't ask them to 
do it differently than than you did. And that's half the thing of parenting. Like you've we've lived our lives, right. and so we're trying to get our kids right. to not right not hundred percent not screw up like we screwed up. So it's you know don't don't feel like you can't help them with those things if that's something that you have struggled with as well. So all right, babe, there's a good one. You went you went straight for it there. Well, you know, yeah. You know, how do you talk to your teens now? Again, this was this is a conversation we didn't have with our daughters. This is a conversation we had with our daughter and, and boyfriend. their boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. So yes, it was uncomfortable for the boyfriend to be having a conversation with my daughter's dad <laughs> about sex. And yeah. And so like, yeah, have that jump in there, you know, Yeah. feel weird. Yeah. Please. And now like, it's great. We have lots of conversations. The yep. boys, it's, it's actually my favorite there. We, I drove home from a wedding and we had a sex talk and I, was dying laughing because it was so funny that some of the things that they just didn't know and didn't understand. And here as a mom, you know, I'm like explaining things to them and, and it just was so much fun, but it built that ability to, here I am talking to my girlfriend's boyfriends about, you know, sex and it was all innocent questions. It wasn't, you know, inappropriate. It was literally sex ed. And so it just was so much fun. And I love that we have that relationship together i i do too um speaking of sex let's talk about one of our show sponsors heather you, you've never even heard of a show sponsor <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding we don't have a show sponsor that has to do with sex <laughs> but we are going to take just a quick break to bring in some of our show sponsors and then heather and i'll be back for a few more of your questions in just a minute stay tuned Let's start off 2022 with a better checking account with zero monthly fees. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you've been listening to this show for a hot second, you know I love Chime. They're an award-winning app and debit card that has zero overdraft fees, foreign transaction fees, monthly fees, or service fees. That's all the fees, and they ain't got none for you. With over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs at many locations like Walgreens, 7-Eleven, CVS, you can access your money when you need it and where you need it. You can also send money to anyone, even if they aren't on Chime. Make your first good decision of the new year and join over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes, and it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash human hope. That's Chime.com slash human hope. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank NA, members FDIC. Get fee-free transactions at any MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location or at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Otherwise, out-of-network ATM withdrawals fees may apply. Sometimes pay anyone instant transfers can be delayed. The recipient must use a valid debit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. Y'all know my wife is a chef. Whit Farm is a chef, not only like in my kitchen or on Instagram, but she literally was a chef at a four-star restaurant in Riverside, California. So if the Whitakers are actually using a meal kit company, y'all know it's got to be legit. And we have been loving the few months we've been with Green Chef. What is Green Chef? They're a certified meal kit company that myself and my wife and my kids use. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit all y'all's lifestyle, okay? Whether you're eating keto, whether you're eating paleo, whether you're eating vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, whatever it is, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. It is so easy. It makes cooking easy. You can spend less time stressing, more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. My kids love to say, I'm cooking tonight. Why? Well, because Green Chef has recipe cards and they send every single ingredient. We love it. Not only do they make it easy, but they deliver these things to you every single week so you know that you're going to get it 
no matter what. So this is what I want you guys to do. Okay, listen up. I want you guys to head to greenchef.com slash humanhope130. And I want you to use the code humanhope130 to get, that's right, $130 off plus free shipping. Okay. We have loved using this kit. And I promise you guys, if the Witta crew loves it, you're going to love it too. You're going to get $130 off plus free shipping. Again, that's greenchef.com slash humanhope130 and use the code humanhope130. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, friends, back. Sorry, again, I apologize that there was not a sponsor that had to do specifically with our sex life. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, thank you. Maybe, maybe soon, people. No, maybe, no Heather's not going to let that happen. Okay, uh, here's a great question um, from someone named Alyssa. Uh, she asks two questions. Number one, homeschool curriculums you love because we homeschooled our kids mm-hmm. pretty much their entire mm-hmm. life. Um, and then the second part of the question is ways you have connected with your kids that you have seen fruit from. So mm. um, those are two great questions. Yeah. Let's really quickly, we can talk about the first one, homeschool curriculum. Yeah, the first one. Let me, let me go oh, ahead and talk about it because I spent, I've, I've probably spent 90% of, of my time homeschooling the kids. Like you've probably only spent <laughs> this about 10 year, This year, no, I will okay, say okay, that actually that is, is true. true. Um, with just Losiah, <laughs> because Heather's I quit. quit. <laughs> Heather, Heather quit uh, homeschooling Losiah and I took over. Uh-huh. But I was just kidding. Heather's done most of the home, all the homeschooling. He's not kid- kidding about the me quitting Losiah. Yeah. That is 100% true. But um, no, I did a great kind of in-depth Q&A over on Whit Farm, which is my Instagram. Um, two T's. Whit two T's. Uh, and it's in a highlight. So it's just too much to go into detail here. But if you are a homeschooler and you're interested in what we've done, lots of questions are answered over there. Um, we've done a million different things. So that's kind of my overall summation of it kind of depends on the kid and the season of life, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, Ways you've connected with your kids. Yeah, that I like that from. question. Um, Everybody that's listening can do this. And if you don't have kids, there's, you can do this with someone else's kids. You know, I, I the, the last thing that I felt like I connected with my kid um, was in Hawaii. And we had a kid that was a little nervous over something. And I, and it was coming out in different ways. Um, little grouchiness, a little, um, controlling, um, situations, conversations, things like that. And I just remember like wanting to parent the, the attitude, wanting to parent Mm. the tension that I felt. And I just paused. Yeah. The reaction. And I just paused because they would never say that they were nervous. Right. And I'm just like, baby, are you a little scared? Like what's going on? And just the instant, like, yeah, you know, and just acknowledging that and like just having that one-on-one time with them where I was able to connect is, I think, huge for me. So instead of, um, I think the fruit then became, there was peace and there was joy and there was, um, there wasn't that tension anymore after. And so I think for me, um, and I think each kid, it's just that one-on-one time. It's slowing down. It's here. It's it's rising above the situation, like right? whatever it is, and seeing. Okay, where is this coming from? Why are they mm. acting this way? Like it's ninety-nine point nine percent not the situation, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's not. My sister stole my shoes. That's why I'm mad. No, it's because she's not respecting you. Yeah. You know, like so. Like just kind of 
pulling yourself back out of the moment and just really pausing and taking time uh, that always, always, always produces fruit for us. Well, it does. And I'd also say, you know, for maybe some dads that are listening, um, moms too as well, but this is just what I've done as a dad is, you know, Heather, Heather is a lot more conversational with our, with our girls, um, just in, in your relationship with them. Yes. I talk to my girls. I love my girls, but it's, it's just not as conversational as it is with you. And so I have to find a way to make sure that I am connecting with them the way, in a way that, that they feel connected. And so for instance, I obviously y'all know I'm, I'm big on making videos. I'm big on doing these things. When my, uh, our middle child, Sianna started doing TikToks, you know, I remember it was during, um, quarantine. Remember she, we would take walks around the block. She would prop her, her phone up <laughs> yes. on people's mailbox and she would Forgot dance. about that. And I was, I was like, roll my eyes. Like, what is she doing? Well, then I realized, guess what? That's a way that I can connect with her. And so we started doing TikToks together. I started learning her dances and we had so much fun. So, you know, find what they're into and then get into it. You know, I talk about this a lot in parenting uh, forums when I go speak uh, on parenting clinics or parenting seminars, just get into what your kids are into. And I promise that is going to be um, a way to, you know, connect with them. So, all right, babe, another one. Let's, um, let's go, let's go back into the, uh, into the deep drawer. Okay. There are a lot of, about arguing, not arguing. Actually, there's a lot, there are a lot of questions on disagreeing. Okay. There's a lot of, and I think the reason why there's a few arguing too. Oh, really? Okay. You want to do the arguing or the disagreeing first? Well, the arguing one that I had, um, was how do you deal with fighting? I think fighting is the word that I was looking for. Okay. Yeah. Same thing as arguing, right? Yeah. Um, we do the silent treatment and that was, we do the silent, huh? Can you say, well, point your mouth back at the microphone and why don't you change the word we to I? Um, this was the person. Oh. And I actually don't do the silent treatment. I, I thought you were, I thought you were answering the question and saying that we do the silent treatment towards each other. And I was trying to correct oh you and say, gosh. no, you do the silent treatment. No, I, do I don't not do the silent treatment. You do not want to talk about our, oh, our arguments. Oh my gosh. Like if we get in an oh, argument. Oh my gosh. It's, no, it's, no, it's, there listen, is a if difference. It's a, if it's a no, bad no, no, no. argument. There is a difference uh-huh. between taking time away to regroup <laughs> and then coming back versus a silent treatment. Well, because I grew up with parents. I remember- Heather's calling, finger- My finger is, is moving is right now. Up, up in the air. <laughs> okay. I grew up with- a father who weeks be or months before he passed away said for me and my house me and the Whitaker um no not Whitaker me and the Woodworth family will not talk to you until you blah 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 okay and so So that is silent silent treatment I didn't talk to my dad for three months that is that is silent treatment that is not what I do That, that is not what you do I'll go ahead and tell you Okay, now I'm learning a new definition of yes. silent treatment. So silent treatment is actually a form of of actual abuse, emotional abuse. Okay, so let me take that. Heather does not emotionally abuse me, but she goes silent for 48 hours. No, if it it's, is not 48. bad. If okay, it is, that's not true. You're being dramatic right now. Do you People, think it is? I need you. To, right now, I, I know that you love to tell stories. Do you really think I don't talk to you? I ignore you for no, two no, days. No, no, that, that is not true. Okay. <laughs> there there will be like an eight hour window. There could be a chunk of time. An that eight I hour need, window that I'm you need to, that you're hot, mm-hmm. that you need. But you're telling me that that's not the silent treatment. No, because for we me, still talk about it. Because for me, 
for this is so good right now. I, I wish there was a marriage counselor in the room right now. We're having a little bit of therapy because for me, no, my family has never done that. Like, like no one's ever like like gone away for like eight hours to like be able to cool down. But you're saying that's a cool down thing. That's not a silent thing. You ready for this? Okay. The silent treatment is the refusal to engage in verbal communication with someone, often as a response to conflict in a relationship. Um, also referred to cold shoulder, it's used in a passive aggressive form of control mm, yeah. and can, in many circumstances, be considered a form of emotional abuse. Wow. Yeah, I, Heather does not do that to me, no. everybody. Just need, um, need like, and no. even like, like I do. Um, it's more of a cool down thing. It is. It is. Where was I reading? Um, I feel like I've, I have to go way backwards now. I know. Because, babe, you're 48 hours. That would be for sure. <laughs> But that's just you telling stories in your dramatic. It's, not, it's just what I feel. It's what you I feel. feel. I know, but I've never not talked to you for longer no. than. No, you, no, you'll talk to me, but it's it just, you're just so like, you're not as happy when okay, you talk to me. Okay, but that's not <laughs> giving you the silent treatment just because I'm not thrilled with being around you. Okay. So what was even the question before we went to our own how marriage issues? Green. Oh, how do we handle this? <laughs> I, yeah. I guess you're kind of watching it. Like, yeah. like here it is. Like I, I, I listened to what she had to say. I disagreed with it initially, but then I heard her truth and I was like, oh, well, what? you know, I think I'm viewing this a little bit differently. Then Heather went to Google, which is probably the next step in how you handle a disagreement. <laughs> then she brought out Google. No, just kidding. But how do we handle? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. I think, you know, again, I came from very dysfunctional family um, examples of um, handling emotion and had had zero um, tools in my belt. So um, except for manipulation and silent treatment, that was my, what I knew. So going into marriage, control manipulation um, was what I tried and learned didn't work. And no matter what I did, it just, it would have to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so through the years and through life circumstances, I think we began to grow. Um, and I'd say, gosh, like when was like, we don't, we don't fight. First I mean, all, that was a fight. fight. If you use like that's that's our, that literally was the culmination of like, we, we, we just don't, don't really. fight. Like, no, um, sometimes I mean, and I, I hate that. I hate even saying that it, it could be half personality. Little, half, yeah. I think it does help with personalities too, but, um, but we're also, we don't, Neither of us battle anger. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that also- We get annoyed. Sure. Of you know? course we get annoyed. Of course, there's a lot of things that we don't agree on. And there's she does not things. give me the silent treatment when, she's, when she is annoyed. She just gets silent for like an hour. No. The reason why I- Here's the deal. Let's let's. Oh, I remember. I remember a moment. Okay, here we go. Oh, Carlos oh. is great with his words. Obviously, he's an author. He's a speaker. He's quick. I am not. So for me, in an oh, argument, he right can out talk anything that I ever say, whether it's right or wrong. He he can win. So for me, sometimes I get very frustrated. Uh, there was a circumstance. Is this recent? This was this last year. Oh wow! That I was so hot. Oh really? I was boiling inside it, it had not it had nothing to do with carlos and i but a circumstance in our house and i was on fire and i knew i couldn't talk about it and he kept pushing kept pushing just tell me just tell me. and i don't remember exactly how it happened but after like 10 minutes of me, me saying i can't talk right now i can't talk right now over and over and over i talked 
I dropped the F-bomb. I don't know. Like I've dropped the F-bomb three times in our marriage and I dropped it because I was so hot. Yeah. And that's why I get quiet is because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to express myself in that way. And so I have to cool down and bring myself back to, to a level head. Um, what were we talking about? What were we- oh, we were? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Remember the kids? The kids were all home, and yeah. then like even the boyfriends, like Noah came in with big eyes, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, I heard about today," you know. Yeah, and I'm like, because I was so mad, and um, and yeah. So for me, the the being quiet isn't about like it's about I I'm, I'm hot, not like rage, angry, but I just no, you, I need you got to a cool little off. You, I mean, you got some spice in you. Yeah, it's okay. Spice is okay. Okay, yeah, that's good. That was a good answer. So we have learned, I think, to um to understand each other. We've learned to understand <clears throat> and be able to see things, um, whether it be a political decision. Well, we're get into that in a second. I know. Whether it be a parenting decision, whether it be just a comment that they said that hurt our feelings, whether it be, um, you know, I've told you to clean this up 20 times and you still haven't like, you know, whatever we learn to come and have conversations about it. And we learn to be okay and, and look bigger. Going back to that kid thing that we just talked about, like learning to pull back and like, think the bigger picture of Mm. it. Like, why are they behaving that way? Why are they, you know, like, and even each other, why say that? Why Why? are we different? Say again. What's the word I'm trying to say here? Why are we reacting that way? Why yeah. are we, you know, mm-hmm. it's just slow. I just think the longer we've been married, the more we realize we have to slow down in our, in our responses and in our reactions yeah. to let, to, you know, just to let things um, settle. Yeah. You know, I, I just think it's important to pause. People get so, they want to fix it now. That's another thing that really I've had to work that on a lot. That is a, a huge lot, thing. Yeah. Is I want to fix it now. I want to fix it now. And I'm like, you know what? If, if it takes 24 hours for me to, even begin to have a conversation about this, then I'm going to wait because it's going to be better. And we actually, I think, <clears throat> I think you're miscommunicating the 24 hours. So it's 24 hours before I, or like even eight hours, whatever. Be, no, I'm not come saying back to that, that you're silent for 24 hours. I know, but that's what, yes. I, I'm, it takes maybe some, it takes some time. It could be the next day or it yeah. could be later in that afternoon for life to feel like normal again. Like there may be a little tension in me that I need to go and like yeah. just walk or whatever. Yeah. It's not like chummy, chummy. Hey, let me kissy, kissy you right now. <laughs> like it takes a little time for that. And that's the part that he like thinks is chummy, chummy, kissy, kissy. <laughs> I know. And that's the part that he thinks is silent treatment, but it's exactly. not. No, apparently I've learned that silent treatment is abuse. So like, I'm not. Oh my gosh. You, you don't silent treat me. <laughs> But no, it's good, you know, and it is for me, just so you guys hear, hear this from a guy, I'm an Enneagram nine, nine. like I want to, I'm a peacemaker. I want to fix it right yeah. now. I want, I want there to be peace. Yeah. Guess what? The, I'm not. Yeah. There, there's not always going to be a situation where that peace can come as quickly as you want it to come. And so even if it's something silly, something dumb, just, you know, you got time, you got time. Let time be, uh, be part of the healing for you. So, um, Okay, babe. Let's let's just we we do have literally dozens of que- of questions on so navigating many navigating navigating disagreements on big issues. Okay, so 
Um, and I think this is coming from, because maybe a week ago, I don't know. I put it on my story. Like I said, Hey babe, what are things we disagree on? And you're like politics, parenting, and I can't remember something else on oh, the vaccine is what you said. <laughs> and, uh, and I, I just, I need to put this out there. Like we, we don't, first of all, like we don't like, it's not like those are three things that we massively have this massive disagreement on. Right. We, right. Would you say that? Like, like, so, so we may disagree on parts of well. these things. Maybe some of them. I mean, I don't know. Here's the deal. I think, um, I mean, those are kind of hot topics, so it's kind of funny. But when I look, when you asked me that question, I was cooking and I'm like, oh, we, we, we don't. Oh, parenting too. You said, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Said yeah, that. yeah. You said that. Um, like these are the things in the past year where we have had different opinions yeah. Yeah. and I think it's interesting that they say disagree because we actually don't disagree. We just have different no. opinions. Yeah. So on how to on how to approach subjects. And and on, on how to on the subject. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll know how we have different opinions on getting to the best solution of a problem. Because that's really what politics is. Okay. So everybody yeah. everybody knows knows that that homelessness is a problem. People on the left right, and people an on the opinion. right yeah, yeah, yeah. will approach things differently. Sure. Everyone knows that COVID-19 is a problem. Well, Every- some people don't, but well, yes. Okay, yeah. But <laughs> but but people yeah. would approach it differently. So I think that's what you're trying to say. Sure. Um, what what I think the the bigger thing for me is we don't, we have different opinions, but it doesn't mean we disagree. Can that? I don't possible? Know. Keep, keep going. Keep talking. Um, I think we are two different people mm. and we have that. two different lenses. We yeah. have two different histories. We have two different um, uh, personalities. We have two different um, maturing stages in our faith. We have two different, like we are two different people. And so I think it's, actually kind of silly to think that we would be exactly the same on every single thing. Um, I don't feel the need to have to be the same on every single thing. It does not bother me if Carlos votes for one person and I vote for another, or if Carlos gets vaccinated and I don't, or if Carlos thinks that um, we should homeschool and I think we should put him in public school. Like I, I, it doesn't matter. Now, obviously, for example, the public school, homeschool situation, like there has to be some sort of agreement and, sure. and figuring that out together, obviously. But um, but we don't disagree and we honor each other and we trust that that God is speaking to each of us and and it's okay if 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 I feel like God's telling me one thing and mm-hmm. God's telling Carlos something else. Like that's okay to me. I, I trust that he's going to work that out. I trust, you know, there's, there's been lots of seasons um, where I flat out disagreed with Carlos. I flat out did not. Um, ju- I mean, like in like the dirty sense, like this, like how he was behaving, what he was doing was not okay. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and yet I had to go, 
okay, God, like I can't change him. I can't, like only you can, only you can um, speak to him and guide him and um, have a revelation for him. And so for me with that, like I just let go. And that has been the biggest freeing. That's so good. Life lesson to me. Like I just let you be you and trust that God's going to, if you're continuing to press into him and his voice, he's going to lead you and guide you. And and sometimes he does faster than yeah. others. And sometimes, well, you know. What I, love, what I love about that is it the issues that we've gone through and that we've had disagreements on in our life yeah. um, are so much greater than a political issue of vaccination. Totally. <laughs> so, so sometimes when we, when we hear uh, or when, you know, when, when we see that that could possibly be such a massive wedge in a relationship, we go back to our relationship and think, can we tell you, can we tell you what a bigger wedge could end up yeah. being in your relationship? Because we've, we've had to navigate some really difficult things in our marriage. And so suddenly now for, and then now I'm just speaking for, from my point of view, you know, Heather and I disagreed on the idea of, of, of how people are using the vaccine. Okay. Or, or that I, I don't know what you want to say about the idea the, about the vaccine, whatever, you know, we, we just had a difference of opinion on the vaccine period. And guess what? Like it, it actually, and I was, ve- I'm very passionate on, on Instagram. I was very passionate in 2021 on, on what I believed. I, I told people what I believe, but like you, you had a complete different idea of it than me. And it didn't bother me one iota. Like yeah. we, we never had an argument about nope. it. We never, um, it just, it just didn't. So yeah. I, I guess here's the question is like, how, why, what, why are we, and this is what people are asking. I think, why can we have a difference of opinion on politics, a difference of opinion on the vaccine, on all these hot topic issues and it just be fine because it's not who you are. Like I the vaccine am, is not you. Yes. If the, you. Whoever you voted for is not you. Whoever, yeah. you know, like that's the answer. It's not you. So I see you yeah. and that doesn't, it doesn't matter. Those other things. That's the answer. That's the, that's the answer. You see, I see you. I don't see a vaccine opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I see, I see someone I've been married to for 22 years, almost who we've had all these moments with our kids. We've had to overcome all these things. We have, we have all this history. Why in the world would I allow a difference of an opinion of something that's happening in a current season right. to be the thing? Well, yeah. it can't be the thing. Now that's not saying that there, there maybe are marriages or relationships where, and th- this may be the problem. Okay. Where suddenly the focus has gone away from being a person and suddenly, the and we talked about this a little bit in the car the other day. Suddenly, that person has stopped being a person and they've started being an opinion. Yeah, they are completely consumed. Their life is completely wrapped with this. Is now their identity. Mm-hmm. Their identity is now in the vaccine or in their political thing or in you know. And at that point, um, the conversation is different because it's still not about the issue. It's it's now about identity, sure. right? Oh yeah, that's great. I do think. Um, I think that's head on. I think I see you and you see me and we see each other's identity. Mm. Um, and it's not in any of those things. And so I, I do agree. And I think that there are a lot of people out there who unfortunately are in relationships that um, maybe have have lost um, some 
uh, what's the word? Just intimacy. They've lost getting to know the other person. Um, they, yeah. Life has just kind of flown by. And with that, they have, um, you know, built up and kind of given, um, given space to things that truly are not who they are. Yeah. Um, and I just think, gosh, like I... We 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 came from the ground up, yeah. um, and it's possible to breathe life back into your marriage and to um, thrive and and have fun and laugh and play. And uh, yeah. I just think remembering who they are, uh, even if it's simply f- you know for yourself, or send send them a text of like I. Thanks for taking out the trash today. That made me feel mm. cared for. Or, you know, thanks for going to work so I can stay home with my kids. Or, yeah. um, you know, like you were really funny today when you made that joke with, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or just all those things just speak life into your- and you don't have to talk about all the all deep things all no. the time. And it's okay. Let them, you know, there was, there was a time when Carlos was kind of strained. Um, and, and yeah, just if if they're going one way- remember who they are mm. let them let them chase that thing whatever like um but just stay remember who they are uh i I, w- I was deconstructing like i mm. I, I go back and i was i was i was i didn't agree i i think that's no. another thing you can not agree with somebody and yet still allow them to go their way yeah i do not want anyone to feel like um they're not heard. And I think sometimes, you know, when, when, for example, Carlos and I hear people disagreeing about a hot topic, whatever, um, and it's not really our issue. Oh, it's good. We kind of dismiss it. But I want people to know, like, I understand that sometimes a hot topic can be the actual what's the word kind of manifestation of something underneath it. So mm-hmm. there may it be It could be the medicator. Yeah. So People may not know what that means, okay. but, um, yeah. but yes. Yeah, so sometimes, wow. Sorry. <laughs> sometimes I think when there could be situations that, um, somebody is angry or they are hot on something. Um, and that is because of something else. So I just think sometimes, for example, somebody could be so political, but really it's about control or mm. fear. Yeah. It could be maybe somebody so opinionated about the vaccine, but really it's based out of, you know, um, I know people who are adamant about not getting a vaccine because they know somebody who got a vaccine and is paralyzed. Mm-hmm. So like there are always, there are underlining things. So that, that would be fear, right? There's other people who um, have been abused and in control. So they mm-hmm. are going for somebody that's not, you know, there's always something underneath yes, things. And word. so that is my, my, I don't want people to, to think about the actual topics. I want mm. them to go deeper. Yep. What are those? I am statements. I, I am alone. I am scared. I am, there is fear. I am, um, you know, just, just in marriage, um, it, it takes a lot to be vulnerable with your spouse. And uh, sometimes those hot topics 
bring out spaces that are not actually um, healed. Yep. And so I think, um, does that mean if you are passionate, passionate about, about something that, that gotta, you're not healthy? Right. No, but I yeah. think if you can't be passionate and allow somebody else to not be on the same page as you, maybe there's something there. Yep. That's, that's it. No, that, that's the word. That's the word. And, and I think what I hear simplifying that is. Yeah. Sorry. It was kind of. No, no, that, that wasn't. No, but, but what, what I hear from that is um, if somebody is, is super passionate in an unhealthy way, that makes your relationship unhealthy. Yeah. That makes your relationship unhealthy. Then maybe it's not that thing right. that is the unhealthy thing. There's something underneath it that is yeah. causing that, yeah. you know, to and rise to, up and to allow that person um, some grace there. Yeah. Yeah. And to to that goes back to what we did originally say: like see them for their humanity, see yeah. them for who their identity is, uh-huh. like who they really are versus the thing. Yeah. So, because when the thing passes, yeah, guess what? That the their, the, the wound the is still identity, there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it's just going to manifest in another way. Another way. There it is. Okay. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That was that was deep. We've we've I, don't, I feel like we've only answered like five questions and we're like 40 minutes into this thing. You want let's do the lightning round? Sure, a fast one? Some some fast ones. Okay, go. I'm just, just going to throw you fast okay. ones. Uh, okay, real quick. Like gardening. 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 Heather, 
Do you pull up cardboard slash mulch in the spring nope. or plant nope. around it? Well, I think it depends on where you live. I do not. It has enough moisture here in Tennessee to go through the cardboard. So um, the reason for all those non-gardeners out there, you put cardboard down um, to block out the sun because the sun is what brings life. That is a sermon in and of itself. Ooh, let's go. Um, but so you put cardboard and the mulch on top of it so that none of the um, weed seeds beneath can um, germinate and grow. Um, we that live was, in- This is a lot of gardening conversations. This is, we live in Tennessee. So um, it's- the cardboard disintegrates quickly. If you live somewhere in the desert, you may need to cut a hole or water to break through. Yeah, Here's a good question. Um, what about, and cause this, this may be a disagreement thing that does affect us more. What about when you have difference of opinions on parenting issues? Okay. So now, now we're, now we're talking about things that we, that affect our kids and us on a daily basis. Okay. So we well, have what's something that we've, well, I mean, you said parenting last week when I said, what do we disagree on? And you said parenting. Um, yeah. Well, we had some boyfriend situations yeah, at we, the beginning. Yeah, I think we we disagreed on boyfriends a little bit and we just, how we handled it is we just talk about it. And I, I actually was the disagreeer. I'm really rarely mm-hmm. the disagreeer. That's true. Right. And yep. so I, you know, as, as the dad with boyfriends, suddenly I was like, oh, I actually have a much stronger We had a opinion. huge disagreement. He gave in, let me have my way. And after I had my way, what did you say? I don't know. You said- I was right. I don't. Okay. No, that, that is not the answer yes. to this question is give in to your significant other and say that they're right. No, it, after, cause you realized that I was right. Absolutely. So th- there'll be times, That's what I'm saying. there'll be times where you do have to, you know, give in. A certain well, obviously. Way. Yeah. Sometimes there are things that you have to go. Yep. This way or that way. And, yep. It's gotta be one or the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you going to do? So, <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you got to pick, you know, so. Um, but I would say even in parenting, again, I don't want people to think that we yeah, have no, like, this we, overarching we, we difference. We overall, like our parenting style is-, is Loose. Know, it's a little very looser. Very loose. We don't have very many rules. No. Um, our rules are very much generated through each individual child, how they function, how they they um, work, like knowing them and and what works for them, um, and then tailoring- tailoring it for the circumstance that they're in. Yeah. So it's silly to say none of our kids can date when they're 16 and then none of our girls get asked or kids get asked out on a date until they're 18. Like, why would you have that rule? Like, right. so we didn't have that rule. They could date whenever if it came up, we would discuss it then. Yep. So that's kind of how. Yep. Absolutely. Are you watching the Olympics? No. Heather's not. I, I, I don't watch anything guys. I know. I, I watched Sean White last night, but that's, that's like, all the Olympics I've watched, you know, I don't know why I'm not watching a lot of Olympics. Cause it's not in the mountains. That's dumb. <laughs> okay. That's, that's China. Why. I disagree. Do you disagree with, with not having, well, having the winter Olympics, not in the mountains. Some of no. it's in the mountains, but not all of it. Um, I love Beijing. I went to Beijing a couple of years ago. It was fantastic. It was. We love Beijing. But big, not for big, the winter Olympics. Big Beijing fans. Um, how about this? Will you eat Heather's meatloaf since your profile used to say meatloaf is gross? I hate meatloaf. I won't eat it because she make doesn't it. make it. She, <laughs> I think it's disgusting. She doesn't. She doesn't make it. When your house is full of teens 24-7, when do you have sex? <gasps> I'm not talking about sex on here. About our sex. We're not I know. talking about. You're, you'll talk about helping our kids not have sex, but you won't talk about our sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a great question though. Someone's yeah. asking like, like, when do you- You got to get creative. You gotta get I creative. remember when the kids were young- and I needed sleep, you know, you get creative. Yeah, that's all we'll talk about there. You, there's other podcasts for if you want to ask that question. Yeah. Um, how about I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading. Um, 
What does inviting God into your marriage look like? Ooh, that's a good one. I think inviting God into your marriage, I think it starts with inviting God into your life. Mm. Um, and then um, through that, that, I think there's an overflow. Yeah. Yeah. So your relationship with God is primary. You can't force right. your, your marriage to have like a godly basis. It's got to be both. And Heather had to wait a long, long time <laughs> for us to ha- finally invite God into the marriage because it was just me. Okay. So I had problems. Um, can you, um, but, 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 oh, <laughs> this is a funny one. How and what tools do you use for managing financing and budgeting? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we laughing? We are two creatives. Yeah, we're horrible at that. We've always been horrible at that. We'll probably always, I'm speaking this over our life no, and I not. shouldn't, but. We're not, I mean, we pay our bills, yeah, but we, we, just, yeah. we don't use any tools. We don't, we, we don't, we tried the envelope system. We tried something else once. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> Did you know his name was Dave? Oh, no. You mean Dave Ramsey? Yes. <laughs> you were just on, on his daughter's podcast. I was. Is it out yet? No. Oh, okay. Is it? Can I talk about it? I don't know. Now, Rachel Cruz has a podcast. Heather Heather was on her podcast. And you know what's funny is, is I, Heather's like, I'm going to be on Rachel Cruz's podcast. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then she's like, I'm going over to her studio. And I was like, can I come? And she was like, no. <laughs> That's and true. It, I rem- it literally hurt my feelings. I even talked to one of my daughters about it. I was like, can you believe that? Like, I literally just wanted to go cheer mom on and like no. be like a supportive no. husband. And you're like, no. I don't want you to show up because I don't want you to be low sweat. I don't want you to act. I don't. And I was like, I, no. I just want to. No. Why didn't you? Why didn't you let me go? No. You're not going to answer that question? No. Okay. Um, you answered it. <laughs> you did? You just did. Oh, because you didn't want me to go be low sweat? Uh-huh. I wouldn't be, babe. No, you are. You're. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, last question. Ooh, you, last one. You are, are you, I'm the only one looking right now. You, you've sent me all, you, you're oh, okay. answering new ones. Um, yeah. They're, asking new ones. they're just, um, they're, so, they're, everyone's like, everyone, I, I feel like everyone's having relationship problems with their spouses or their significant others because they all are, have difference of opinions on all of these hot button topics. And I just yeah. want to tell you guys that they're, you you are not your opinion and they are not their opinion. Yeah. They are who you fell in love with. You know, go find that again. You know, be that again yeah, to each other. I, I would just encourage everyone who may be having a hard time. Um, I would say find find something that is totally out of the box, whether that's or even their passion, you know, like Carlos fly fishing or Carlos coming and helping me in my garden or going bowling or, you know, do something that has nothing to do with whatever topic that you guys are kind of butting heads against, like mm. find life outside of that. Because let me tell you, the political or, you know, parenting or whatever you're up against is a season like the vaccine. It's just a season. Yeah. So, like, go find something that will let you see past that and play. Yeah. Play, have fun. You know, it, it is. And I, I just want, I want you guys to know that I want you to feel loved in that. Uh, and I know it's not, it's not always going to be as easy as a one sentence nope. answer, nope. Uh, but I promise you, I promise you that um, basing your relationship on, on opinions of the moment is just not. Uh, no, and, I, and make yourself healthy and make yourself like, like, uh, I don't know. I think, I think getting stuck on one thing. Um, yes, you need to be 
in unity. We're not saying not to be in unity, but being in unity in love is is different than being in unity on a small topic. You know, like yeah. you may feel like the political party is a huge topic. It's not. It's really it's not. It's actually really small. Guys, so, it's not. And um, it, if you're basing, if you're basing your relationship on political ideologies, I, I'm going to go and tell you right now, if that is like what is big, the foundation of like, oh, we agree on this. Yeah, this is why we're, I'm just, I'm just letting you know that in the long run, there's going to be other things that are going to make that crumble and fall apart. Yeah. That is not the foundation it needs to be built on. So um, that was fun, babe. That was a lot. There's a lot more. I mean, we, there's hundreds of these things, but we are we are running out of time. I just met with the That Sounds Fun Network um, and they let me know that anything over like 45 minutes, <laughs> listeners start okay, following bye. So, uh, Thanks, babe, for being on the podcast. Friends, we are also two weeks away. I think two weeks away. Gosh, February. No, three weeks away. Hang on. I'm going to get this exactly right. We are three weeks away from our one year Human Hope podcast birthday. We're going to have a birthday party. It's going to be fun. Uh, I know that you guys, I'm listening to what you're saying. You guys love it when Heather is on the podcast, when family members are on the podcast. You also love it when people from Instagram that we meet, Insta Familia on the podcast. So there's going to be more and more of that. Just stories of hope. Hopefully this gave you hope as well. You know what gives me hope is the fact that I believe this is the weekend because you guys are sharing it. It could be this week. Some people are voting um, that maybe it's going to happen next week. I think it's going to be this week. I would love to see by the time next week happens, by the time the next episode, episode 46 comes out, I think we can cross a million downloads. We are at 975,000 downloads. I think we've jumped up 15,000 downloads this week. And so let's let's do it. I, I've got a big surprise for you guys when we hit 1 million. Okay, a big surprise for lots of you guys. You're going to be getting something from me that maybe you weren't expecting. Let's get to a million downloads. Share this. Honestly, like if, if especially this episode, if you know people that are having a hard time um, in their relationships, again, it could be a friend relationship. It could be a family relationship because they disagree on some of these big hot topics. Send them this conversation so that they can be reminded that, hey, Heather and I are on opposite sides of some big issues and we are still in a, an amazing relationship with each other because we don't view each other as an opinion. We view each other as exactly the person that we've been for such a long time. These new things that have popped up are not who the other person is. It's just one thing that they may have a difference of belief than we do. Send this podcast to one of them. Let them know that they are not alone. It really helps when you guys share this podcast. Also, please subscribe, follow, review. All of these subscriptions really really, really, I can say really for the fourth time to help um, get the show in front of other people. And it's just really helpful for me. Also, I want to say thank you to our advertisers and our partners. Again, it helps the show when you guys go click on the show notes, click on their links and go let them know that the Insta Familia love and the human hope love is actually a real thing. We will see you next week for hopefully the one millionth download of the Human Hope Podcast. Carlos, and Diga with the Guzman and Chibokabel, saying I will see you next week for another episode. See you soon.